0: Good evening to those in social media. This is Grace and Faith Fellowship coming to you with our Saturday Night Message. We thank you for just uh, being with us again. And we thank you for um, just listening to us on a weekly basis for those who listen. And uh, we just excited about coming to you with the Word of God. Um, just sharing um, the Word of God with you. And once again, I always pray that you're being blessed. And pray that you share these messages with your family. And we pray that you had a um, wonderful Thanksgiving with your family and friends. And if you didn't, uh, pray that God would just, you know, put people around you that you can share um, and, ha- and have a good holiday. Because it's important that we, you know, put people around and don't just uh, isolate yourself. But just get around family and friends or... Somebody that God has placed in your life that you can share things and, you know, you can minister to them and then they minister to you. But last week we started a series on, since this is the um, Thanksgiving season, getting into the holidays, we started about the habits of a thankful heart. The habits of a thankful heart and we dealt with the habits of a thankful person. Um, even this season, sometimes it can be hard for people, but you can be thankful. And the Bible talks a lot about us being thankful. So we're going to get into that tonight. We, last week we got into, it, we started it. And so this is part two of that. And tonight we're going to talk about, um, we, uh, you are a work in progress, And once again, we're coming from the book of Philippians. This teaching is coming from the book of Philippians. okay? And it says you are a work in progress. I want you to know tonight as a thankful person, you need to have a mindset that you are a work in progress. You are a work in progress. And so this is the foundational scripture we're coming from tonight. It is in Philippians chapter one verse six and it says here i'm reading from the new Living translation he says i am sure of this that he who begun a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of jesus christ okay listen to what that says he says he that began a good work in you so god has began a good work in you and he's going to complete it okay so sometimes we, we're tempted to give up on christian life because it feels unrewarding okay growth things painfully slow um the same sins tempt us our character flaws depress us and our spiritual life feels stale and we begin to wonder what's the point of it all and i don't know about you but i've felt this way before there's been seasons in my life where hey i'll be honest i was tempted to give up, okay, because you know you, you, if as a Christian you love God, you want to grow spiritually, but sometimes growth can be so slow. Okay, growing slow, you're growing slow. um Notice it says that you're tempted by the same sins. Maybe you're struggling with the same thing you've been struggling for a while, and you believe in God to deliver you, but you struggle with it, you know, and it's taking some time for you to. You know, you're praying about it, you're praying about it, but it seems like you're not getting results. And then, you know, we all have some flaws, characters, you know, and you don't want to be that way. You want to be like Christ. You want to grow. And you struggle with some areas and then your spiritual life seems to stay or seem like, I don't know what you, there will was season in my life. where I feel like I wasn't getting anywhere. Financially, I'm going spiritually uh, in, in my relationship. It seemed like you're not getting anywhere. And then you I've asked the question what's the point of it all? And there has been times where I've just had a conversation with God and says I don't feel like I'm getting anywhere. I feel like I'm standing still. I feel like um I'm just going around in circles, the same old same old same old thing. And so you 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 get in that mindset. And I don't know what you like to say, I felt that way. Maybe you've never felt that way, but if you're feeling that way and I'm speaking to you, and maybe you feel that way that you you're not growing spiritually, even though you're reading your Bible and you're in church and you're meditating, and and like I said, the same things. You're struggling with the same things. So, but doing sp- sp- spiritual dry spells. Thanksgiving is difficult because we feel hopeless and discouraged. So you may be having a spiritual dry spell right now. Okay. You know, and you feel hopeless, it's difficult. You say, in, in, in that season, that mindset that you have, it's difficult to give thanks because you're saying, What am I giving God thanks for? It seems like nothing's going my way. But Paul reminds us that our lives are under construction. So you need to understand that our lives are under construction, and God is a faithful builder. Understand that your life is always under construction. Okay, as you because you, as your spiritual journey to the day you die, you are always going to be under construction, working on something. Okay, but guess what? God is a faithful builder. Okay, he builds because it says, He who begun a good work in you will be will bring it to completion. God is going to bring it to completion. No, to say, God, not you. I want to focus on that. God is not you, it's going to bring it to completion now the work that paul described here is the process of sanctification i want you to understand the fruit of righteousness that comes through jesus christ okay god is transforming us through the work of the holy spirit to conform to the likeness of christ and we are working prior. so this is the work when paul says let's go back to the scripture he says i'm sure of this that he who had begun a good work in you will bring it Completion until the day of redemption, to the day—excuse me, the day of of Jesus Christ. So the work that Paul is talking about here is the work of sanctification. What is safe sanctification? Sanctification is setting you apart. Sanctification is the fruit of righteousness. Now there's a difference between. Let me get into this. There's a difference between the root of righteousness and the fruit of righteousness. Okay, what is the root? The root of righteousness is Jesus Christ. Okay, you became righteous, and I did a whole series on this about how we were made righteous. Okay, we were made righteous by what Jesus did on for us on Calvary. So the day you got saved you were made righteous because you believe in Jesus, that is the root of your righteousness. The root. Okay, we understand what the root is. The root is the the foundation of a tree. You know, sprout up. You got strong roots. We got a strong foundation, which is Jesus Christ. OK, so that is the root of your righteousness. But sanctification is the fruit. The Bible talks about the fruit of the spirit, which is joy, peace, long suffering. So the Holy Spirit is going to produce fruit in you as you allow him to do well, we're talking about being conformed to the like of the Christ. So as you grow in Christ, you should be looking more and more and more like Jesus, you know, um, acting like him, talking like him, you know, having the same mindset as Christ, okay? So we're talking about building fruit here, okay? Because if you've accepted Jesus Christ as your person, okay, you're saved, okay? But you may not have the fruit. And sometimes when we're not producing the fruit like we think we should or it's not coming as fast as we should, we can get discouraged. We can get frustrated and we begin to get in a mindset where we're not thankful. But get in the habit. We're talking about the habits of a thankful heart. Get in the habit of understanding that if you're not growing as fast as you want, understand, quote, to say this to yourself. God, I thank you that I am a work in progress. You are a work in progress. Okay. You are not complete, but God says he's going to help you complete that. He's going to do that through you as you put your trust in him. So we're talking about fruit. Okay. Now you may not have the fruit. It's important that we have fruit. Okay. But God says, you may not have the fruit, but if you allow me to do it through you. Okay. Okay gonna put he says hey God he says, I'm a faithful builder I am committed to the job okay to do this in you if you allow him to do it he's committed to the job he's not gonna give up on you okay it, it, it isn't it isn't true that every person who has ever had God started good work in them seems to come to completion so not everyone Um, come to completion, not because God don't want them to now. This this isn't really for every person. So when this scripture, we read this scripture, okay, because it sounds like, okay, it says here, let me go back. It says, I'm sure of this. This is Paul saying that he who begun a good work in you will bring it to completion of the day of Jesus Christ. Okay, now what Paul said is this is not for every person. It really isn't very. This was a statement made to people who were partners with Paul. OK, people who were not just takers, but had moved into the realm of givers. They weren't just thinking of themselves. OK, but they were demonstrating the love of Christ by showing love towards others through their giving. Paul was absolutely confident that for the people like that who were demonstrating a cooperation with the Holy Spirit, leading in their lives, God will bring to completion the good things he had begun in them. So this is a thing for everybody. You know, just because you save, OK, you may not reach that completion. But he said Paul was talking to people who were partners with it. Now let me read, go back and read um, Philippians. I want to start at verse three just to kind of give you an idea of what I'm talking about here. And listen to Paul's language, who he's talking to the church of Philippi. Listen to what he's saying. He's going to start with verse three. He says, every time I think of you, once again, I'm reading this from the New Living Translation. I give thanks to my God. OK, whenever I pray, I make my request for all of you with joy. For you have been my partners in spreading the good news about Christ from the time you first heard it until now. So listen to what Paul says. Hey, you are my partners in spreading the gospel. Okay. You're my partners. You've been partying with me. You've been there for me. You've been helping me. And then he says in verse six, I am a a certain that God who began the good work in you will continue his work until it is finally finished on the day when Christ Jesus returns. So he's talking to people, okay, who were partners, who were committed, but as I said, they're not, they're not just takers. They're givers. They were givers of their finances. They were givers of their time. They were givers of their talent. Okay. These are people's. Hey, so this scripture is not for everybody, but if you are a person that's committed to the things of God, who, who are givers of themselves and givers of their resources, if you're a person, you're a giver, God, he makes you a promise. He says, Hey, I am certain that God will begin a good work in you, will continue His work until it is finally finished on the day when Jesus Christ returns. He says, "I'm going to finish it." Okay, if you are. Okay. Okay. and Golden Seven says, "So it is right that I should feel as I do about you, for you have a special place in my heart. You share with me the special favor of God, both in my imprisonment and defending and confirming the truth of the good news." God knows how much I love you and long for you for the tender compassion of Christ Jesus. So listen to like Paul says, he's very thankful to people because these people were there with him. Nine says, I pray that your love will overflow more and more and that you will keep on growing in knowledge and understanding for, I want you to understand what really matters. Okay. So that you may live pure and blameless life until the day of Christ's return. He goes on to say, 11, may you always be filled with the fruit of your salvation, the righteousness character produced by the life by Jesus Christ, for this will bring much glory and praise to God. So listen to how Paul talks about these people. So these people were partners with him. They were partners. These people are being you know, led by the Holy Spirit, allowing the Holy Spirit. They was cooperating. See, you got to, in order for you to see the fruit produced in your life, you have to cooperate with the Holy Spirit. you can't fight against him. You can't live life your way, or you can't do things you want to do. You can't just, it says here, can't just be a taker. Okay, just want to, you know, because sometimes, maybe this is you, we always looking for God to give us something, give us something, give us something. And you know what? God will give us what we need. The Bible talks about that. But when are you going to reciprocate that by giving to other people? Okay. God wants to bless you so you can be a blessing. Okay. he'll produce the fruit. He'll do those things. So if you're struggling, you're in a season right now where, you know, you're struggling and feel like your life is not going. You're in a dry spell right now. Understand that. Get in the habit of saying, you know, what, I'm a work in progress and become a giver. are you in that dry spare, don't become uh, stagnant, don't become so discouraged and frustrated that you stop being a giver of the things that God called. God is a giver. The Bible said, for God so loved the word that He gave what? His only begotten Son. So you gotta So this scripture is not meant for everybody, it's meant for people who wants to be, as Paul called it, a, a drink, off, drink off and pour themselves out. Okay. Pull themselves out, be a blessing to people, you know, around them and their family and their friends and their church members and people with strangers that God lead them to. So God wants to do this through you. Okay. You need to understand that. So this mm-hmm. is what God wants to do. But this scripture is not for everybody because it says Paul was absolutely common to people like that, people who are givers who would demonstrate cooperation of the Holy Spirit, okay, right? leading their lives, God will bring a completion to the good things he has begun in them. See so God will want to bring to completion, but you have to cooperate with him. That's what he wants. So as we as we as with any building project, there can be times when progress is agonizingly slow. Okay. Now think about it. When you build a project or you've seen, you know, construction, it may take them a while to build a building. And you may be saying, well, man, it's taking them a long time. Okay. But sometimes things go slow. But when we experience personal difficulties and setbacks, we're tempted to think that we haven't grown at all. Maybe you're tonight thinking, you know what? I've had difficulty. Maybe you've had a setback. Maybe you had a setback in your life and things didn't go as what, what you expected, especially during these holidays. Maybe you got laid off. Maybe money is not where it was last year. Maybe your relationship is not where it was last year. And you it had a major setback. But then you tempted to think, well, you know what? Uh, we haven't grown at all. And the enemy will put those down. Put that in your mind and what happens is we we develop tunnel vision focusing only on the present and forgetting the ways in which god has been faithful to us in the past so this is the key this is one of the habits i want you to build in this thanksgiving season and sometimes you have to look back especially when you've experienced a setback or difficult you have to look back and look what god has brought you from it says remind yourself what god did in the past okay and don't just focus on where you are right now because that's what anyone do and that's and i understand we're human we look at what we are right now and we says man you know what i ain't nowhere near i thought i was progressing trust me i've been in a season like that where i was progressing i thought i was getting ahead then i was all of a sudden i took three steps back because something happened, you know, and so and you can be, you know, taking three steps forward, five back, then you <laughs> get four steps forward, you take six backs, and that can be frustrating. But what ha- what the thing is, you need to understand is, don't focus on where you are now, and just the present, forgetting um, the things that God have done for you in the past. So sometimes Thanksgiving is about looking back. And saying, you know, what? Well, look what God has brought me from. I know I'm not where I want to be right now. I know I've had a setback. I know I have difficulties. I know life has handed me uh, a blow right now. And you know what? I took a major, major, major setback. But you know what? God, I thank you for what you brought me from. I remember what you did for me a year ago or two years ago or five years ago. And so Get in the habit of looking back and being thankful for what God done in your life. And trust me, he's going to do, he hasn't forgot about you. You know, it things seem that way and you may be frustrated and says, man, you know what? I've been going through this for a long time. And this is one of the things I want to speak to somebody. Maybe you've been going to your situation for a long time and you know what? It hasn't seemed like it has not progressed. Matter of fact, Let's just be honest. It's gotten worse, but I want you to develop a habit of just finding a scripture and praising God, like David did for what he has done for you. You know, in the past, never forget what God has done for you. So, so one of the habits um, of a thankful heart is to remember. So remember, that's one to have. So develop a habit of remembering, okay, what God has done for you. It's always good to do that. Remember what God has done for you. If you're in a season of dry spell right now, remember. Go back down memory lane and remember the things and the miracles that God has performed in your life to encourage yourself that you know what i know things are not good right now but they are going to get back god i thank you that i'm in this thanksgiving season christmas may not be what i want to be but god i thank you that hey you know when i look back you really have blessed me over the years so i thank you so that's one that's the first one of the first habits of a thing is to remember to spend time reflecting on the past and the ways in which God has been at work in your life. I want you to think about that. Think about the ways that God has been um has been at work in your life. Because if you look back, I know you find something with God has did a work. And I know for myself, I can see what God has did a work in my life. And He continues to do work. And He said right here that hey, you know what? I'm gonna complete it and I believe. The Holy Spirit, but I'm going to allow the Holy Spirit to complete the work that He started. That's what I want to encourage you to do tonight. I want you to allow the Holy Spirit to complete the work that He has started in you. That's what He wants to do. You know, He wants to complete that work that He has started in you, but you have to allow Him. And I, don't, I can't say that enough. Once again, this scripture that, hey, Philippians 6 is not for everybody, but it is for the person who's willing to give up their life. Okay. Surrender to God. Cooperate with the Holy Spirit and allow him to do that work in you. But that is his desire. He says, I'm stuck with you until the day of Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ returns, he says, hey, and so we need to be like the people that Paul was talking about here, who were givers, um, who were helping him out in ministry, who was there for him, even when he was in prison, spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. He was very thankful for those people. And he told him, God is going to, I know maybe things may not look well right now, but God's going to complete that work. And I want to encourage you with the same thing tonight, that God is going to complete that work in you if you allow the Holy Spirit to do the work in you. So let me pray for you. Father God in the name of you, I thank you for those hearers that are listening. I thank you, God, that your Holy Spirit is working through them right now, God. God, I pray, God, I think you give, give them strength in this dry season, in this season where they feel like they're not growing, they think things are difficult. Um, the person who's had a setback, God, I speak to them right now. I pray that you will heal their heart, God. I thank that you will uh, Thankfully that you are giving them a mind to be thankful, to look back and look where you've brought them from. And not to focus on their present, but to focus on your word and say, you know what? Hey, that I've begun a good work here and I'm going to complete it. I haven't forgot about you. I'm right here by your side. Your scripture tells us that you will never leave us nor forsake. God remind them of that. And allow, I pray, God, they will allow the Holy Spirit to come cooperate with him, allow him to do a work in them as you, God, continue to just speak to them, speak them to the word. And I thank you, God, for the person that you are ministering right now, changing their heart, changing their mind, healing their heart. And I give you glory and praise in Jesus name. Amen. Once again, thank you for listening. Uh we'll be back to you again next week on another installment of the habits of a thankful heart. Once again, thanks for listening and we you see you next week. Thank you and bye-bye.